Hey everybody, this is Gary Kay, and you're listening to and watching a special video edition of my Ransom Rays podcast. I'm joined today with Kurt DeYoung, who's the VP of Channels at Barco. How are you doing, Kurt? Great. How are you today, Gary? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, so, um, first off, I'm wearing my Rise of the Skywalker uh, t-shirt. As you know, the movie comes out in December. I like it. Big Star Wars fan. I thought, you know, after being a trade show and being in my rave garb for a week, I thought I could wear something uh, a little bit more relaxed. But I do still have this Infocom stuff here because we are talking about Infocom. And Barco, um, I was uh, honored to present in your booth on Friday a uh, session on AV over IP. And I think a lot of people don't realize kind of Barco invented that space with the click share. And that was a big central part of your booth this year. Yeah, it really was. We, uh, we really tried to give everyone a, a good impression of all of the different use cases for ClickShare within the enterprise this year, uh, really from, you know, the huddle space all the way up to the boardroom space. And, and our theme this year was freedom, uh, not only freedom in the platform that you choose of, of the five different ClickShare models that, uh, that we have available in the market today, but also a freedom on how you integrate those into your enterprise network and manage them in your enterprise network. So yeah, yeah. In fact, you had you launched a cloud management system, um, and that's a big deal because um, that's a big area of when you have an organization that's managing multiple sites, multiple units at multiple sites. Mm -hmm. That's going to simplify it quite a bit. I guess that's what you're aiming at. It. Absolutely. I think that's um, you know I, I my my background here at Barco is really from the healthcare business and. We, we had a management platform in healthcare that allowed us to manage diagnostic monitors and their ability to show diagnostic imaging the right way. And I think with, with ClickShare, it's very similar. The use case is different and the application uh, set is different, but um, you know, the intention of being able to manage large enterprise deployments of any asset is a critical part of how you get that product deployed how it's used, um, and how the information technology teams or the AV teams um, are going to manage large deployments, especially in a decentralized type of uh, commercial environment, which many of our clients are working in. Yeah, and, um, and of course, Barco is known for their, for their displays. One of the coolest displays you had in your booth, by the way, all of our Infocom coverage, including all the videos we shot in the Barco booth at raypubs.com slash Infocom 2019 right here. Um, you could just do Barco in the video search window. You had an image mapped image. And I don't know that a lot of people realize what they were looking at unless they really looked at it for more than a minute. Yeah. Because it looked like just a regular old image mapped image. However, the screen was split. If you looked carefully, it was coming from three different sources. You had the UDM and UDX on the bottom, which UDX is your 40K lumen three chip DLP. UDM uh, right. is, your, is your new uh, less brighter three chip DLP, which are right. you know, 20,000. Lumen, but at the but at the top, you were generating the image from F80s. Now that's the, the reason why that's a big deal is that that's a single chip product. So you were showing half of the image from two three chip products, the other half of the image from a single chip product, and the colorimetry uniformity and and uh, balance of the image was shocking. In fact, I think most people probably just walked by it and said, "Oh, it's another image mapping demo," not realizing that you're doing it from two totally different kinds of sources. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we, were, we were excited how that turned out. I mean, we, we tried to do some unique things with projection. Last year, we had the, the projected ceiling, which was a nice feature and really showed off the, uh, the UDX platform because that was our main push in 2018. This year, we've started to move our projection product line down, downstream a little bit. So uh, you mentioned the UDM. That's a, that's a brand new platform that's going to be launching in Q3. 
um, 14 and 22K lumens, but in a three chip variety. And then, you know, for us to make that top section up with blended single chip and customers not really realizing what they're seeing, they're seeing color representation from two extremely bright three chip uh, high end projectors and have them look very, very similar to to mid-range kind of 12,000 lumen products that are that are blended so that we matched up the brightness, but the cl color clarity between the single chip and the three chip was spot on. And a lot of that is, is you know, kind of our internal kind of philosophy around making projectors and ensuring that we're producing the best quality image we can. Um, and then all of that, all of that imaging was really was being run off of our image processing gear. So that was a fully owned kind of Barco, uh, Barco solution there to show the integration community the types of things that they can do and the creativity that they can really pull off with their content creation partners uh, when they look at the full Barco technology stack. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm wondering how many people actually noticed what they were looking at because quite honestly, I felt like the signage could have been better because I, I think it was so impressive that I don't think people realized what you were trying to show there. And I kind of just stumbled on it. Uh, do you feel like you, you got enough uh, understanding of what they were looking at? Do you think people knew what they were really looking at there? Once we, uh, once we stopped them and showed them what we were doing and explained kind of the concept of one chips on the top, three chips on the bottom, the eyes kind of lit up. So uh, you're right, signage could have been a little bit better uh, to kind of just, you know, explain what we were doing top and bottom. But uh, the people that we were able to interface with and that were really there for projection and understand kind of the complexity around projection, um, I think they really appreciated it once they understood kind of how we had, how we had built that setup. Yeah, it was very impressive. I'll see if I can find some B-roll to attach to this podcast, this video cast. Um, and then LED obviously had a big part of the booth. Um, yep. You showed uh, the new XT series LED. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, we're excited. I mean, we, we've we've been kind of our brand has been a, an LED supplier for a, for a very long time, but uh, but we've kind of been in and out of the market to some degree. And I think um, you know we've we've kind of two years ago we had it plastered on the entire front of the uh, of the Infocom booth. Last year was very limited. This year we're excited to launch the XT series platform, which is going to be a brand new entrant for us um, in the LED space. Uh, it's a full indoor product, so we're not going to get into the outdoor LED business. Um, that's not really where we can add value, and um, we're, we're really excited about pairing this new platform up with our Infinifix processing, and we still feel like we're, we're one of the best companies in the processing business, whether it's scaling large, kind of uh, the large displays, and uh, warping and blending multiple projectors for live events, but um, even simple scaling for uh, LED installations, we still feel like we're, we're, we've got a really good stack there. And the Infinifix processing that's behind every one of those LED, LED panels, um, second to none in the industry, we feel like from a color clarity perspective, uh, local dimming, all of the things that are difficult to do with LED. And it's, it's easy to put up a big bright picture, but it's, it's difficult to make that picture spot on with respect to brand Pantone colors and, and things along those lines. Yeah, in fact, I would issue a warning a little bit to the industry because if you walked around Infocom, there are about 50 LED companies there and only about five or maybe maybe a handful of them or more can provide direct service and support outside of supplying the product. Yep. Um, uh, not to call out any companies by name, but I think that's going to be a big problem in the future if you rely on all these inexpensive products. Although, although Barca is known as a high-end company, 
um, a lot of people may not know that you have this G60 series of going back to projectors in just a second. Sure. Which is sort of, I, I don't want to call it uh, your cheap line, but your entry level line, whatever you want to call it, yeah. is sort of uh, is sort of on that take. Uh, tell me about that because that seems to be bringing you into a different space for a bit. Yeah, we're and that's been a great entrant for us this year. We started shipping in uh, in the January timeframe. Uh, it's uh, seven, eight, and ten thousand lumens single chip DLP. So we're still committed to that DLP uh, light engine, uh, laser based. So we're getting away from the lamps, but um, comes in a white and black chassis, and, and we feel like we've we've had we've had some of the high end products, and we've we've done a very good job on that side for the engineering perspective. But we've always had this kind of gap in this mid range platform. So. Uh, we were excited to launch the G60. The market is really responding very well to it. Um, we've done some nice shootouts with that and uh, some end user customer engagements. And the feedback has been super positive so far. So we're excited about the response we got from it this week at, uh, at Infocom. But, you know, more importantly, the response that the integration market has shown with that projector. Uh, we're very excited about that. So we can provide an integrator an opportunity to integrate market projectors across an enterprise as opposed to just in the big auditorium installation or in the, in the, you know, in a larger um, environment, we can go down to the classroom. It has a good education, uh, you know, good educational performance as well as house of worship. And both of those markets, you know, we haven't been as involved in the education space, obviously, but in the house of worship market, we've, we've typically been a pretty solid supplier in that space. And, one of the brands that the house of worship market really looks at is as fit and designed for their types of applications. And there's a lot of smaller projection needs in those types of uh, customer bases as well. Yeah. One other thing I want to mention about, um, you had a very impressive setup with the, with the Unicy. Now the Unicy product was late to the market compared to other video wall products, but your unique offering was sort of a prepackaged, simple to install and easy maybe not simple to install, simple to align is yes. a better way to put it. Because yep. video walls are definitely, you know, it, there's a bit of an art to that. Um, so tell me where we are in the, in the, in the life cycle of Unicy and sort of how that's going. Well, Unicy, you're, you're right. We were a little bit late to the game, but we wanted to bring value into the market, right? We're, we're never going to be, a, we don't like to be a me too solution. We like to innovate and bring value in, into the community. So Unicy really gave us an opportunity to do that. Um, as you said, it's, it was designed with, uh, we, we looked at the video wall market and we said, okay, where can we add value? Where can we improve things? And, and there were really a couple of different things that we felt like we could put our stamp of, stamp of approval on. One was the mount so that, so we engineered it from the back to the front. So we started at the mount. We tried to figure out what was wrong in the video wall market. How do we align these things up? But more importantly, how do we service them long-term? So, you think about the, the middle screen of a three by three going out, it makes it very, very difficult for the, for the integration community to service that product. So with the Unicy mount product, we fix that, you know, so you can get to a discrete panel, remove just that one and put it back in place. And through our color calibration technology called SenseX, which is common across the entire video wall platform uh, from Barco, um, every panel on that wall will, will continue to match over time. Even if you do have to replace one, you know, two years after you do the initial installation, which is very common, um, you're going to have to replace it. But how do you get that, that panel to match the rest of the, of the wall performance? So with SenseX, we can do that. And the other thing that's really, that's common across the entire LCD product line is modularity, modularity with respect to the input output board. Um, as well as the power supply. So those are, are 
off board from the LCMs, from the liquid crystal modules or the LCD panels themselves. So over time, typically one of those things is gonna fail, but not all of those things are gonna fail. So we've given the, the integration community an opportunity to have a better serviceability plan long-term because of the, you know, the mounts uh, performance, but also only replace really what you need to when it needs to be replaced. Um, and not just throw the entire kit away um, instead of just just replacing what has broken. And that's, you know, it, it, it sounds odd, but that's one of the things we're trying to improve our sustainability from a corporate perspective. And that's not only from, you know, sales results and things like that, but it's also people is a big deal for us, but the environment is an even bigger deal for us. So we've set green targets within our business and Unicy was one of the first products that we designed to you know, comply with our, you know, new green standards. And uh, we didn't see a reason to replace things that didn't need to be replaced just because they're attached to the screen. Well, I, um, Kurt, I appreciate you doing this. One other thing I would like to mention is uh, Barker was a big supporter of the, the VIXA Foundation's 5K this year, which is a first time event. Yeah. 500 people participate in that. Uh, yep. Awesome for a first year event. But Barker actually won the Spirit Award we did. And, and, uh, and they did have people, they had, I don't know, a few dozen people out there with cowbells cheering everyone as they came in. Yep. In addition to, you had, I don't know, at least 20 or 30 people running the race. So I think it was a success on your side as well. We did. And, and I, I think it's, uh, you know, I'm a runner. I know, you were, I know you're a runner. I saw you there as well. Um, it was a hot day. Um, we had the cotton shirts, so they weren't wicking, but, uh, but we all looked <laughs> uniform. So we were a little soaked at the end of the race, but we had uh, 30 proud Barconians out there uh, cheering the team on and cheering the other participants on. And uh, we, we were excited that uh, Avixa, you know, we, to support the Avixa Foundation and the event. And we look forward to next year's event, um, I guess, in Vegas. So um, yep. we'll, we'll be upgrading the shirts to, uh, to a wicking fiber in Vegas, though. <laughs> well, of course, you can see Barco and all their stuff at Barco.com. Like I said, I will put in a link to all the videos we shot in the Barco Booth this year's show in the description of this podcast. Kurt, thank you very much. Thank you, Gary. Have a great day. Yeah, thank you. And you have a great day as well.